There is only one thing on this earth more powerful than evil, and that's us. Hi guys, this is Claire Kramer, aka the Great Glorificus, and you are listening to the Buffy Back Issue Bed. Hey everyone, welcome to the Buffy Back Issue Bed, the show where we go through all the Buffy, Angel, and Firefly comics chronologically. Yes, we've done some of these without this intro for Patreon, and it throws me off now when you do the intro. If you want to sign up for our Patreon, I go through issue-by-issue reviews of every one of those series with non-spoiler and spoiler reviews. Anyway, on that note... It is time to talk Firefly Lady Heist. Not what it's called. It's called Firefly The Sting. And it's an original graphic novel. Yeah. And every time you say OGN, it takes me about 17 years to figure out what you're saying. So I'm going to call it just a graphic novel here. Yeah, written by Delilah S. Dawson. And this is pretty long. And I'm really curious if this was intended to be a graphic novel because it has chapters, chapters one through five, by different artists. Oh. Yeah, but with no clear chapter breaks except for a couple of awkward ones so i'm gonna say this wasn't originally meant to be a graphic novel who knows in any case that's how it's printed i quite enjoy the color scheme of it it brings me a lot of joy oh that just makes me feel like we don't trust this as a mini series so we're just gonna dump it all at once which to be fair this is fine it's not bad no i know almost nothing about how comics are made even after being in this world for four years now yeah. Um, I know literally nothing about it. My guess is this was originally intended to be a mini and then they dumped it as a graphic novel to try and maximize profit. Well, it reads nicely as a one full complete thing, so... Yeah, this this silly idea of like chapters one through five. I'm like, oh, when do those happen? Because I can't tell. Wow, I am ragging on this hard. You are. <laughs> we gate. haven't even gotten into it. Um, <laughs> and actually, I, I like it. I don't dislike it. This feels like a less than average episode of the show call for what it is it's not bad it's one of my favorite shows of all time so if you're less than average of the best still pretty good okay i kind (laughs) of liked it i thought that the characters voices were nice uh were pretty spot on i thought that i agree character voices are one of the things that this book succeeds in i really liked so one of the things if you've been listening to us you know that uh we talk a lot about where this all fits into the chronology oh i got an answer i know you do i didn't we even ask even talked you. about that but i got it i know but what i did appreciate was that this all happens in a weekend and so it feels like it really could slip in to the chronology that it's not in between episodes which episodes you ask which episodes does this slide in between? Nobody asked. Someone did. Did you ask? I guess. It was me. You asked yourself. <laughs> and yourself answered. Where does this fit? So this is going to be in the middle of the show. It's not going to be in that awkward area that Boom keeps on pretending like it's more than two weeks. It's like two months, but whatever. It's two months. We've talked about this many times. Uh, but this takes place after the message, but before Heart of Gold. That's the only place that can, this can slot itself into. Which, interestingly enough, changes what we thought of a previous story. The uh, last Saffron-focused story, I said, was probably, you know, post-show. But now that Saffron story means that it has to take place immediately after Trash. Oh, yeah. Which would also make sense, right? If she got picked up by the authorities, that they would then take that opportunity to interrogate her. Yeah, so that's where that everything lands. We're, we're, We're dealing with a constantly shifting landscape here. Our story opens... I don't know, on the ship? Yeah, I guess so. And we've just landed on a planet that we're impounded on. Yes. 
And we start seeing crosshairs on people. They're not really crosshairs. It's more like through a camera. If you look through a camera lens, like an actual camera, not like a digital camera. You mean specifically where it says record? Because I guess we use REC 500 years in the future. Yes, we do. That we're being surveilled on our own ship. The interesting thing about this for me is this is the now, because this keeps on getting reset, now the earliest appearance of the floaty mule, not the four-wheeler mule. The floaty mule, mule is my new favorite term. <laughs> floaty mule, because Wash blew up the other one. Yes. And so we land on this planet, and the ship can't go anywhere, so Anar is like, fine, I'm going to take the girls to a spa. That yeah. sounds great. 10 out of 10. All for that, Anara. Everybody takes to it about as well as you think they'd would. Some people relax. Kaylee. Zoe really doesn't. And we're reminded through many points in this story that, I don't know if you knew this, but the women have boobs. Did you know that? I did. Oh, yeah, because we're told that a lot. We're reminded by... Not told, shown. Yeah. By like, oh, we're just going to slightly obscure them while they're not in full clothing. I don't know if you knew they had boobs, but they do. I've never been to a spot like this. I have no idea if that's really what people do. There's that amount of just walking around, but... It is weird. Yeah. I mean, there's some massages and stuff, but we quickly find out that undercover at the spa is Saffron. Yo, Saffbridge. Excuse you? Yolanda Saffron Bridget. Okay. Mal said it once. (laughs) There you go. I was like, what are you saying? (laughs) That's just nonsense. (laughs) And she, she approaches everyone. She's like, hey, I have a lady heist for you where we're all the most perfect candidates. And they all say... Nay. Except for River, who's like, I'm in. And Saffron's like, I didn't ask you. Which, it all makes sense because we're not yet into the world of Serenity, so nobody knows that she's quite the... Weapons expert that she is. What would the murders? Yes. So, Saffron, she's like, oh man, my one-on-one interviews didn't work out well. (laughs) My (laughs) one-on-one ambush interviews, where she held some people up at knife point, threatened others. Also, no kidding. She had a uh, she has a radio that she can blow up the ship six ways to Sunday or something. That's the important part. She How had... many times can you blow up a ship, though? I mean, if you can blow it up six ways to Sunday, what does that mean? Does she have like six different bombs that she can blow up on it? I think she should really focus on a different ship. She's having bad luck with this one. <laughs> yes, she seems to be a little obsessed with it. Also, in the last Saffron book we read, she was like, I have nothing against Mal. And this one, she's like, I'm going to blow him the up if you don't do what i say yeah yeah she's really very cavalier about her in chapters, about her little radio in chapters one through five of this graphic novel that have no distinct breakpoints except when they're awkward so that's when they all have diaries we're not there yet oh yeah i just blew your mind anyway <laughs> i'm being so harsh to a story i don't even mind you are being harsh to this Ah, uh, thank God for the power of editing. <laughs> yes. It's still probably going to come off harsh. So anyway. We're... Saffron's like, look, do my thing or and help me steal some diamonds or I'm going to blow you up. And so we find out as well that she knows all of their secrets because she's been reading all their diaries because they all keep diaries. Um, she for knows some reason. I guess they all have diaries and she's been living on the ship for a couple of weeks, which is why I placed it where I had to. So she knows that Zoe and Wash have been thinking about having a baby, but Zoe's not sure that she's cut out for motherhood. But do they have a baby? Yes. Yes, they do. Do do you mean Mal? What are you talking about? I mean, when Wash is dead and Zoe's pregnant, and then she pops out a kid. Yes, but they don't yet have a baby. So Kid that I've forgotten the name of. 
Wow. Okay, what's the baby's name? The baby. All right, there we go. Okay, so she knows that about Zoe. For River, she doesn't really care what her secrets are. Anara, she knows... She loves Mal. Yep. She wants but- to kiss him. She wants to French him. So... This thing is jumping the shark quickly. That is actually an issue I kind of have with this book is Zoe's like, Wash wants to have a baby and I don't. And Ara's like, I want to kiss Mal and he wants to kiss me, but we don't. And Kaylee's like, I want to kiss Simon. And River's like, what's going on with space unicorns? But most of them, this book doesn't pass the Bechdel test for. What is that? That is when two female characters talk about something that isn't a man. Ooh, I like that test. That's a good one. She's an author. I like that test. Yeah, most of them fail. Wow, what a great test. Yeah, they're real crap at it. This every single one of them, except for River, because you know it's just Simon. They're all like, "But what about the boys?" Anyway, so they're about to go steal diamonds, and they go to this whole thing. But I guess <laughs> none of these nuns? feel really like secrets. Everybody knows. That Simon and Kaylee kind of have a thing. But not officially. It's not a huge leap to think that Zoe and Wash would be considering having a baby. Married people. And Mal and Anara are the worst kept secret on the ship. So I don't, I guess I'm struggling. Yes. Because none like, of this I know point, your deep, dark secrets because you call which, keep diaries. You know, I can imagine Zoe being very uncomfortable with that. But I also can see Zoe being like, yeah, I don't care. I live with these people on this ship. Tell everybody about it. I can, I can, that was my biggest issue, I think, with it. They know that I'm probably a war criminal, but God forbid they know that I'm having second thoughts about a child. Yeah, yes. Whatever. So Saffron's been, she snuck on board sometime after that Saffron story that was only released in graphic novel form at Barnes & Noble. Not bitter. Super bitter. So here we are. Um, Saffron has this grand plan organized where they're going to steal diamonds from this gala event. From nuns. From nuns. No, not from nuns, but the nuns are putting on a gala, basically. They're angry nuns who lock up all of the women who are left there Well, I'd the say next it's morning. none their business. That was terrible. I planned that. That was terrible. I planned it like 60 seconds ago, but still. That was terrible. So Saffron's idea is that all of the richest people on this planet go to this gala to have a night of drinking and debauchery before these women go into the convent thing forever and never leave. They all go undercover. Zoe fails immediately as a waiter. So does Kaylee. She just eats all the food, which (laughs) I... I just so bonded with, like, if I were undercover as a waiter in this kind of a situation, I would probably just eat all the food. Zoe gets locked up by nuns. Almost immediately. Uh, Saffron gets her in there. And Nara and And Saffron takes away her her little calm earpiece. Yeah, because they all have those. And then she goes into a room for a threesome with Anara, and they make out for a bit. And I don't know if we've established this yet, but did you know they have boobs? I did, thanks. Yeah. Oh, well, good, because this book is has a weird, like, women empowerment, but also sexual undertones, so, you know, everyone else can be excited by it. So, anyway. This book is inconsistent. That's what I'm saying. So, we... Do you disagree? Stuck out to me much less than it stuck out to you, if we're being honest. It was women empowerment, but check out our bods. I mean, I like your test that you brought up. Bechdel. That's a great point. The Bechdel test. How do you spell that? I have no idea. <laughs> Beck, um, B-E-C-K, tell, T-E-L-L. Wrong. Right. I don't know. <laughs> it's definitely one less L. <laughs> I have no idea. 
Okay, cool. But I like I like that. I like looking at it through that lens. There are definitely some conversations that don't center around the men, but but if they don't center around the men, it's because they are coerced into participating in this because of the men. Also, they just stuck River outside of the gala and they were like, "Don't leave for all night." I mean, my kind of take on anything, like I don't actually care about anything being sexual or something sexual great super duper that's just part of it but what it feels like you're trying to push one thing but then you're also kind of elbowing in something else just to you know keep interest that's when i'm like uh thank god my short attention span was brought on by kissing i don't know i so anyway so we make it through this whole thing um and we find ourselves in pretty dire straits because Saffron ends up locking Inara in this room with this guy. And the guy is quite the gentleman. And even though he's there for a night of debauchery, uh, just kind of lays on the bed and cries about how his wife left him. Uh, Yeah, but he's like, let's have sex. Now I'm sad. But now that I'm sad, let's have sex. But only if you want to. He's very big on the consent, which I very much appreciate. Inara can't break out of there because it turns out in the morning after people, you know, get their sex on, they have to become nuns. Yeah, so they she's locked in this room and this guy can't get out either, but he will be let out because the men are let out, but the women who are locked inside stay inside. And so right now we have two of our four coerced companions who are locked up without their comms. No, and ours is the only companion. You know what I mean. I know what I mean. Um, Language of the show. And they are Boy, this trying to keep on. their heads. Oh my God, I'm flipping through pages here. My God, this goes on forever. They're... Keeping their heads, but they're kind of freaking out. Seriously, just look at this. How long this goes on for? Yeah, I know. Lady kisses and our comforting him. Bloody, 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 bloody. Oh, blah goes on forever. But so that's we do one of the issues. I think that's chapters one of them. We do break out. Um, everybody eventually, uh, and we find out that the actual target was not the gala, but that really rich guy who was locked in with Anara. He is incredibly rich and so their real target was his house because they knew he would be at this gala yeah, I guess. and now he's locked in for the night and they had to get his fingerprints so they could get through his scanners and they want to get his diamonds and zoe's broken out because kaylee's like i need to do this with zoe and then they go to the house they're like your ex-husband's a piece of shit he's trying to bang an ara yeah so the ex-wife is there and she's also very upset and i actually loved that part that kaylee manages to talk everybody down because the ex-wife has a newborn baby with her and Kaylee manages to calm everybody down enough that nobody gets hurt, that they walk away with the diamonds and the mother's like, I don't even care. I'm not even married to him anymore. But just they, everybody manages to- Oh yeah, she doesn't care. To go with their own ways, but in a very Kaylee-esque way of making that happen. Look, they get everyone back together. Boy, we are not touching the details of this one, are we? <laughs> um, we can. I'm fine. There's a reason it was a graphic novel and not a limited series like I'm sure it was originally intended. So anyway, we get back. We're on our way back. And Saffron's like, just kidding, guys. I'm double crossing you like you thought I was going to. Because that's what I do every time. It's literally my thing. Sometimes I marry a man and try and put you through a net. Sometimes I... Go to one of my ex-lovers, and then I kick him in the head, and then I get trapped in a trash bag. And sometimes, one of the trash containers has Windows XP running. Go look that up. It's fantastic. It's a hilarious goof and a gag. Um, I've shown you that. You have shown me that. I'm like, look at it. Look at it. It's Windows XP. So anyway, they're all dejected. 2003 style. Saffron gets away. style. They go back to the ship. They shoot her out of 
the mule because apparently the mule has ejector seats. Yeah, they do shoot her out of the mule, but she leaves that way and they make it back to the ship and the ship is still impounded because we still didn't get our job. And the river goes, would these help? And she whips out the bag of diamonds that she has managed to pawn. Nope, not the right word that she's managed to to palm. I'll palm. take I'll take palm over pawn. To manage to pickpocket uh, from Saffron, and all's well that ends well. Saffron is once again thwarted. We once again have enough jewels to make it out of our current situation, and off we go back into space. Maybe Inara is in love with Mel. Maybe Zoe wants to have a baby. Maybe she doesn't. Maybe Kaylee wants a Simon, and maybe River doesn't like being crazy. Yeah. There are parts of this that work really well. I like we do get the diaries, and we do get everyone, or when I say everyone, I mean all the different ladies get their own bit of internal dialogue, and some of that works really well. And overall, despite this being done by five artists, again, this thing was definitely not intended to be a graphic novel originally. It was a pretty cohesive art style, though. Yeah, I actually really like the art quite a bit everyone feels in character and it doesn't jump style so egregiously that you're like whoa someone new it all feels pretty consistent yeah so i think it's one of those pieces that it could totally have been an episode it does like i said it feels like a lesser episode yes wait i maybe you would have added a little bit more b plot of what are the men doing but yeah, this feels like it could absolutely just be an episode, which isn't a bad thing. As much as you say that, that there would be a B-plot about what the men are doing, there totally would have been. But I kind of like that we were like, they're fine. Lady Ice. They're doing whatever. Because there's enough episodes and things, not necessarily a Firefly, but where you have a mixed bag like this and the men go off to do something and we have no idea what the women are doing. And so, you know what? Good for all that that, that happened. There is way too much talk about, like, what are my boy problems? Yeah, I, yeah, I get also, that Saffron's using that. I have that, boobs? I get that Saffron's using that as her motivation technique. I feel like just blowing up the ship would have been enough. Like, I'm threatening to blow up the ship, not I'm also going to blackmail you with your secrets. Your terribly kept secrets. And it turns out, by the way, that her little radio controlled thing would have actually blown up the ship. So, good for her. Not Serenity, but it has to make it to the movie Serenity in the next two episodes. So... The boy, sting. Boy, this feels like it's supposed to be like five issues, but I don't know. It feels like it takes a while to read, but it also feels pretty thin. But also, it's pretty, it's fine. It's not great. It's not bad. It's fine. I think. What the hell is my opinion on this? I liked it. Um, We got to see a, a different imagining of things if, if all of the women had gone off to do their own thing oh. and had kind of gotten put in this position. You know what I do, like, for as much as I'm ragging on her, like, you're talking about the men too much. I do think this adds an extra uh, precursor to Inara's decision to leave Serenity. Oh, totally. Yes, they definitely work that in. Saffron brings that up a couple of times, and you because we do have the benefit of internal monologuing that Inara is actually thinking about, like, what do I do? Like, I, you know, I got feelings for this guy, and... Should I leave? Should I not? And then she decides to leave after he bangs her friend. I also like that there's no, nobody's like fumbling through their task. Everybody actually plays the part they're supposed to play. It's not a question of whether they can take pull this heist together. It's whether or not they want to and if they're going to actually get the diamonds at the end. I also like that River is showing signs of her skills. And I also like her internal monologue of just, I'm not who I was and it pains me to not be able to connect point A to point B. 
So that's that's a definite positive for this one, I think. I also like that they tied in Saffron's training with the companions a little bit in here. I think it fits in to everything. I I enjoyed it. It was a very enjoyable story. Yeah, saying it's a, a lesser episode isn't a bad thing because, you know, these episodes are some of my favorite things in the world. It's hard because there's only 13 to play with. So it feels like everything that they become so inherently important because there's only 13 of them. Shindig is crap. Trash is crap. The rest I like. I like Kaylee's dress. I like that in Shindig as well, but boy. So anyway, definitively, if you are a fan of Firefly, you'll be a fan of this. It's maybe it's. The right characterization, it's it flows is, nicely. It is very much that. The characters are on point. There's one of those things like it's a screenwriting thing. Like if you were to just pull a line of dialogue and take it out of context, could you point out who was saying it? And you could do that with every bit of this. It was the right tone. It was the right level of kind of ridiculous situation that they would find themselves in, but also without a lot of other avenues. I liked it. And I'm fine with it. So, tell us what you guys think of this thing. It's the Ocean's Aid of Firefly. Probably kind of unnecessary, but not a bad ride. So, on that note... <laughs> Am I wrong? Um, let us know what you guys think. Uh, let us know if you have any other strong opinions either way. You're on Twitter. I don't really have strong opinions on this one. It's fine. And you're on... Facebook. Email. I am on email. Editorsnotecomics at gmail.com. We're also in Maine. We'll talk to you guys uh, very soon on patreon with a single a issue review with a firefly review there's a lot of kissing i'm well, ready we know your feelings on it you just shared know. them i just said there's a lot of kissing i haven't read it yet i just i flipped through it and i was like kissing 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 so anyway we will talk to you guys very soon well maybe we should actually elaborate on that if oh. you like to find out our thoughts on buffy angel or firefly full arcs we will release full episodes like this if you want to grab them a week ahead of time you can do that at patreon.com slash editors comics for a minimum of a buck a month if you want to hear our issue by issue non-spoiler and spoiler reviews well you know that that dollar covers that and also i have another show that comes out a day early on patreon because of that the Editor's Note Comics Podcast, a pop culture news and review show. But with Jared, not with me. Yeah, you're, you're not there. You guys can say hi to Jared instead. We will talk to you later. Let us know what you think. We'll be back soon enough. Bye.